I was gonna say this. <laughs> I was gonna say the same way that my computer, um, my work computer, the start menu shows up randomly. Oh, what the? That that has to be like a sticky keyboard. Same way that my TV just. You know, that, that, your TV just disconnected. You know, one would say it's refreshing. Others would say it's uh, it's 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 foul play. Um, others would say the play is not foul, but you know, if you know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I oh, really man. don't I'm know. I'm literally just saying shit. I'm just saying shit. I'm just saying shit. Uh, we are Dylan-less today. Oh, shit. I could, um, fuck, I did not know that. For, for his sake, let's say he's working. He's working. That's, that's, that's what we'll say. Uh, but you know what? The show must go on. So let's Keep welcome everybody going. to another episode of The True north views podcast welcome 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 to you all we appreciate you guys listening we appreciate you guys watching us and we appreciate you guys being here true north views podcast we are toronto's official unofficial podcast discussing hip-hop r&b and the culture and as usual i go by the name of harris y'all know me and if you didn't i'm the skirt master mr triple double himself Stealing 70 mil. Can't wait for that 2021 update from the Toronto Transit Commission. You can call me. (laughs) That's a good one, actually. You can call me just Shola. And as usual, we are giving you our views from the perspective of a couple of first generation Canadians. And this time, a couple. (laughs) Yes, I did not offer it. What did you say for a couple? Couple. Couple yes. of or some shit. Couple of no couple. Oh uh, yeah, no. A, a couple. Of, uh, I know. What, I don't know. I don't know anymore. Good. I actually don't know anymore. But yeah. you know what? Let's let the people know where to find us. Tell them. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. You can Tweet find it. us on Instagram. You can find us on YouTube. The same handle on each platform. It is at True North Views. Very easy to spell. Very easy to follow. On our YouTube, of course, you will get the full episodic experience. What are we wearing today? Uh, did we both intend to do accent colors? Did Who really it? knows? We don't mm. really know. We don't communicate these things ahead of time. But somehow, some way, it happens the way that it, it does. does. Um, you can, again, listen to our content from there. Watch the full visual experience along with it. Uh, the more preferred way uh, that a yes. lot of our listeners uh, prefer to, to, to consume visual? us. Um, so, you know, we definitely appreciate that. You guys keep doing that. And... Uh, even if you don't do that, just play it in the background. You know what I'm saying? Uh, private tab, also play it in the background. Yes, you can do Open that. Open your Safari browser. Play, play it in, in the, the background. background. Open your Safari private incognito. And play also it in play the it in the background. Whatever amount of browsers that you have. Mozilla Firefox. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Firefox, Explorer, Microsoft that Edge. There's no more Explorer. It's not um, Whatever it may be. I still got Explorer on my little Windows 7 work computer. But... Um, <laughs> you know whatever you got just just stream 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 the youtube we definitely appreciate that on our instagram uh, or yeah let's go with instagram on our instagram you will find a 60 second sound bites from the respective episode for the week Um, pretty decent discussion that we had over this week i don't remember what it is otherwise i would have alluded to it but it's Um, it's pretty good and including that 60 second soundbite that we do we also do the 30 second random soundbite uh of course we're using the headliner app headliner. for that um headliner did like our tweet um so mm-hmm. you know shout out to headliner they should sponsor us but and, you, you know, know that's a different story uh, we're working on it <laughs> but um <laughs> but uh, yeah no we do a random 30 second um clip from the respective episode and, and really the premise there is 
no matter which point you pick up listening to the podcast, uh, it's going to be a flames. great listen. It's going to be something that, that's worth Fire. paying attention to. And funny listen. enough, even as I'm posting it, I'm I'm curious when mm-hmm. I get that notification. Your daily gram has been ready or whatever yeah. it's called. I'm like, okay. Oh shit! Which can I Let's go! Let's go! Play. Okay. Damn. I'm like, okay. That's not bad. Post. Yeah. Some good ones, uh, 129.4, one 129.5, whatever it may be. Um, so definitely follow that movement on Instagram. We appreciate that. And on Twitter, of course, you'll find, you know, random liking, random tweeting, retweeting, hashtag of the day, topic of the day, whatever it may be. Just know that at this point, we're in the 130s. It, 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 I was trying to link that to 420 somehow. It, 130. Almost. One, was, pl- <laughs> one plus three, three minus one. It was almost there. You know, it was almost there. But just yeah. know at this point that it is a 100% likelihood that if you see any tweet from the at True North Views Twitter account, that tweet happened while I was Back home smoking meditating. Legal. See, meditation is very important to do daily. Daily. Um, and in, this is gonna, we're going to lead into pre-popery very soon, but in some conversations that I've had, um, we've had conversations about meditation. Mm-hmm. And I brought up the point hey guys it teaches you two very important things it teaches you awareness and it teaches you acceptance Acceptance. and if you can get those two ideologies fathomed within you then you will get these twitter fingers popping you'll get these twitter fingers popping so let's get the show started let's Let's start with the pre potpourri uh how was your week mind body heart soul how are you feeling what is up what's good what's you start this week uh shit okay okay um Okay, couple things. Spots. <laughs> couple things. Couple things. Um, my my fridge came. Yes, yeah, my fridge that. came. So I think you can kind of see it in the background. Uh, we bike. We bike to stainless steel. Yes, you know what I'm saying no, no more five white. foot white fridge. Yeah, that fridge was fringe covered. A loner fridge. I threw all the food away. <laughs> yeah, I would too. Still. I mean, like the, the like. Yeah, I know what you're you talking about. Yeah, stuff like like yeah. Um, so like a touch since stuff. I got my new fridge, I've been cooking. Mm, I've okay. been eating healthier. I've been feeling better, and it's only been a few days. Um, oh, I'm feeling better and more than and more than just the fridgeway. Now that I think about it, Keep my going. Sephora package came. Mm. So Sephora, you know, top of the line skincare. Okay, um, okay, is that the top of the line my, skincare? My 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 beauty, my well researched beauty regimen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, I wish out this person out, but we don't give names around here. No gummies. Shout out to NM. You know what I mean? Um, ooh, so, who? <laughs> Did we still have that? Who? Did we remove that? Who? No. Who? No, we kept that. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's iconic. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But uh, no, my skincare is immaculate now. Mm. Uh, I got my, my 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 daily moisturizer. I got my night cream. I got my, my Sephora serum. stuff came in too. Um, got my serum. I, I, I got been my had, uh I been had toner. Jeez. Uh, I got the okay. sunscreen, the unseen sunscreen. If unseen you know, you know. If you know, you know. I got the, I got the, what else I got? I, I walled out though. Yeah, I walled okay. out. You know what I'm saying? And my Solid skin already package. feels, looks and feels it better. Does. So I'm happy about that as well. And uh, this thing you are excited like a girl. You know when a girl gets a four packet, you're yo, low key. I was excited too when I got my four packet. I was like, yo, let's go. I got that twenty percent rouge. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's it. That's you know, it. You know. I can't. I can't. You know. know. Is that the name of the episode? I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Trust me. No, you know. Okay, that might be the name of the episode. If you what? If I IKYKYK. That's weird. IKYKYK. But man, listen. So, got my skincare, got my fridge, got that invite to. Cl- I'm not. I'm not even gonna say it. 
I'm not gonna say it because they're not sponsoring us. But we got, I got, I got the invite mm-hmm. to the house. Okay. That many have been speaking about to mm. this point. It's somewhat like um, a club. It's somewhat like a club. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying. Okay. I've been in that motherfucker for hours. Hey, we can tell. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but we got some ideas, man. We got some ideas popping I, for that. I like that. that I like um, that. That really might take off. That that app has about ten thousand members at mm. this point. Um. So I'm actually, I would say, I mean. Jokes aside, with with that app, um, let's call it uh, according to Joe Budden, Chatterhouse. We'll just call it Chatterhouse. Chatterhouse, okay. Um, okay Chatterhouse. Basically, with that app, I mean, firstly, when it, when I kind of joined it, I was like, okay, what what's the hype about? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? What's going on here? Right? Random conversations going on. I'm like, okay, I get it. I get yeah. the premise of it. Um, obviously, not knowing how to use it, I thought if you hopped in something, you you were committed. To, I'm like, yo, chill. Like, I'm not trying to top it. Chill. I'm in the house. <laughs> and then I, I saw a few uh, chats with some industry people in it. So I joined those, listened to them, got the grasp of what the what concept about. is. Um, and then I joined some kind of, let's call them random rooms. Like mm-hmm. um, I saw a room that said, because basically for, again, it, it's rooms, you, a yeah. chat room, right? You join a specific room, yep. with certain speakers in the room. Yep. And of course you raise your hand, you can become a speaker. Otherwise you're a listener, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, you know, listened in a few rooms, kind of got the hang of it, um, saw some random rooms. Like, there was one that said, like, your positive daily affirmation for the day. No, that's, that's, that's and I was like, solid. you know what? I don't mind this little AM radio random podcast type feel exactly. where I'm just getting, you know, getting my Pop. mind going for the day. Some tell you some good shit about it. Yo, you're going to do some good shit today. Like, who doesn't want to hear that? And I'll tell you what. It was like, there was maybe 20 of us in there. Maybe 15 of us were talking. And that was my introduction to talking. I think at that point, I, I, I started to understand what the mm. app was about because um, now you're not, participating. Only were we, not only were we, was I talking, participating, but I was in there way longer than I thought. Before, I was just peeping in for two minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I get it. And then I'm out. But I was, I was engaged. And mm. I was like, shit, like, these are just random folks. Okay. Follow, 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 follow. follow, follow, follow. And then everyone, everyone's following you back. So, you know, it's a, where I'm going with that is, and, and obviously, um, like, I, I'm not like, raving for that yeah right? but what i am saying is that probably the first social media platform that i'm really uh potentially embracing mm. since facebook twitter gotcha or, or let's say twitter instagram right so uh, i'm i'm looking I'm, okay. I'm, I'm looking forward to see, see where that happens. app goes yeah. I'm, I'm curious about it you told me about it and it sounds it sounds it has the potential i'm curious about it so mm. you know i'm gonna see what i go on with it but um no otherwise i mean the week has been pretty decent man i yes. uh I set the plan at work, and and so far we've been we've been hitting. So okay. new fiscal, obviously, we, we, we yeah, work. Yeah. I mentioned that November first. Um, so the way that I'm looking at it is, it's a new year for me in a lot of ways. And 15 days into the new year, it's been a Looking success good. so far. That's so, good. Then. You know, feeling good. Feeling good. Having a That's good week. Good. How about That's yourself? Ah, uh, you know, it was as good as yours. I didn't get a new fridge. But you know, it was whatever. You know, just, honestly, it was just whatever week. You know, ups and downs, ups and flows. It was just you know, money goes. That's it. It wasn't really nothing's been. I'm trying to think anything special happened. But no money comes. No, nothing. Maybe, maybe. no, nothing. No, that's it. Literally, nothing special. I'm not even trying to draw. I, you know what? I'll talk about Netflix. Just quick sidebar before we get into the music. Utopia. You know, you told me to watch that. I watched that shit like in two days. Pretty Little Fire Liars. I love that show. What? Everywhere liars. Pretty f- little fires. The or? lighter fires. The fire one with <laughs> Kerry Washington. Fires everywhere. 
fires everywhere? I don't know what it's called. Little fires, little fires everywhere. I mean, so we're pretty little liars all the time. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I finished that show. So you know, that's all I've been doing lately: just work, home, watch TV. I'm back here. Let's and low-key, I haven't been watching anything. You, I, you, I found myself wasting four hours at one point on Chatterhouse. <laughs> four hours. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. It was ridiculous. And and it was in well, a participatory. Was like, were you were you actually like the conversation and, was is Drake top five all time? <laughs> That's got you four hours. I mean, you know what? Let let me let me say first. Music potpourri. But you know what? Let's get into that. Um, the conversation was because I'm I'm gonna talk about that. So okay. Yeah. So one conversation I had on this app. And then you know what was, is Drake top five all time? Now the question kept going back to, well, what do you mean top five? Are you meaning artist or are you mean? Uh, I hear And the, that, the yes. best answer to that, which I learned from that 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 uh, room, the best way to answer that question. Oh. I'm talking about top five rap artists. Rap artist? Because you're no longer saying because we always break down into lyricists. We all oh. we, it already has the specification. Yeah. So why is it that whenever we're talking about top rappers, we still need to specify that? If we meant lyricists, we'll say lyricists. Mm-hmm. If we meant uh, people like uh, I don't even yeah. know, we'll Aesop say Rock. you know we'll say the Pete Diddy's of the world. But top five rappers as a uh, top yes, five rap is. artists right yes he is so is drake a top five rap artist yes, of all he time is. and that's what that's what i had mentioned as well and a lot of people were saying that um there's too many asterisks on his resume hey, man uh, the, you know the quentin miller stuff they still allude to the push a t stuff which uh, I, I mean whatever but <laughs> um and this is not like I'm not speaking from a yeah. Drake stand perspective. I just realized no. in the first thirty seconds how it can, how it may look. I like, know exactly. How it may look that way. No, I'm just trying to speak objectively here. But that was one of the conversations on there. <clears throat> you can still be a goat and still take. You can still take L's and still be a goat or not goat, but you know you can still be top five well, and still again, take L's. Now again, let's say not top stories. five ever, right? So some of the common names that people were saying, as you can imagine, Jay Z. Um, you know, Eminem's name was brought up. Tupac's name was brought up. Biggie's name was brought up. <laughs> Um, well, we see the thing about being a Tupac. My problem is they're cemented. Is like is like they they died young. Like you know, of course we don't want them to die, but they died young. They were twenty five, twenty six. Mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Like Drake, Drake's thirty three. And I and I and like, I you got you got to take that into consideration when doing that all time list. I draw this comparison I, with that with that comment specifically. Um, and I'm I'm not comparing the art. Exactly. And I hate that we have. We're to never comparing. We're just. Do you remember? two artists specifically in today's generation that younger folks have classified as legend triple x and juice, juice world, world yeah right and and again i'm not comparing to any capacity mm, i see what you're saying in, in other people's eyes it's like they didn't do much and, I, I understand that and in in others eyes it's like they were mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. so you ask it at least begs the question does tupac biggie to some degree face that same kind of uplift in their rank but nonetheless those were two common names that were mentioned um so kendrick's name was mentioned yeah, as yeah, drake's kendrick. really only contemporary from this era to otherwise be plugged into that conversation i think um, and this is something i was gonna bring up later but eventually like not, not now but i think 10 years from now kendrick will be compared to jay-z in my opinion i don't get it just talent wise like at the end of the career, like not end of the career, but ten like years in, from now, like in, ter- like in terms of like 
goat status yeah goat status jay-z in a lot of ways is men jay-z average rank on yahoo fantasy draft would be like a 1.4 and what's kendrick right uh 6.8 i'm saying 10 years from now kendrick could be a, a, a one point something really i think so Okay, so that was part of the conversation as well. And but again, that, that's wanna, just a side. Don't want to stay again. on this too long, exactly. but part of the conversation as well was a longevity conversation. Mm-hmm. We were saying, um, you know, when will Drake have an issue with longevity? Because one could argue. Again, I talk to younger folks, and you ask them, "Who do you listen to?" It's not Drake, Drake. is not the artist that's mentioned. Yep. Right. So it begs the question, at the very least, does Drake lose that relevance? Yeah. Drake passes prime. No, you know I know why? Cause Taker is still in the Billboard's two or three of Drake's albums are still in the Billboard two top two hundreds. Well. You cannot like just because it's not number one every week does not mean that it's not pushing numbers compared to who you think is going to be bigger than Drake. I do. Agree That's with my that. opinion. Like don't sleep on Drake, man. I absolutely. Taker is pushing breaking records from the longest streak of years on the top two hundred. People can't even break two hundred. And then another extension of that conversation again i'm just sharing the conversations that's happening since it is the music potpourri uh another extension of that conversation is i mean when you look back at drake's resume over the last decade uh, i think it's been like what 11 projects in nine years something like that right let's say a project a year right um none of his other contemporaries have done that big sean has not done Mm -hmm. that j cole has not done that uh wale has but more ep style single style package style as opposed to album um kendrick has not obviously definitely not um, and, and you know, just anyone who has been his contemporary has not, whereas he has. Um, it was a, it was sort of a two part conversation. It was one: Does Drake ever branch off into something else primarily, the way Kanye is primarily clothing, Jay Z is primarily uh, ownership, Dr. Yeah. Dre is primarily audio, mm-hmm. uh, or is he an Eminem type person where it's gonna always be music primarily? Uh, that that's was one a part of the conversation. That's a good and question. Then, the other part of that conversation was this annual thing. Rihanna stopped because guess what? She found Fenty. Yeah. Right? So for Drake, even though he's doing things, first of all, when does something else become the focus if it ever does? And maybe if you can't answer that question, can you answer this question? When does he stop releasing annually? Eventually. When, is, when does he become a two, three year artist? When does he become a pickier artist like a Kendrick? Because... Even though he does release that much body of work, it doesn't feel annually. With it Drake. does because every it summer doesn't. feels like he has the record. Yeah, he has the record. But exactly, but it right? doesn't. Like, I don't and know, it, it always is packaged feel... to some kind of project or album, whether it's Dark Lane demo tapes or. I know Club, was the same, yeah, or right? Club Paradise or whatever that thing was. Uh, <laughs> not Club Paradise, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. Quarantine Pack or whatever it's called. <laughs> I don't even know what it's called, but I, I get it though. But, I get it. So I mean, let, let's I get try it. to answer the question because I do have my answer um, that I mentioned in that chat. I do want to hear your answer, uh, not to speak to the what that other lane yeah. would be because that would be a long conversation. When does Drake? stop making annual projects he will eventually i, I don't know when give me, give me a year 2030 2035 2020 you know what i mean like by 2020 is evolving by 2023 he's done you doing in three years drake is done coming out annually yes annually yes okay and he might not even divert his like interest like someone compared to like michael jackson Mm-hmm. What was Michael Jackson doing other than music? Like, I'm not, and that's why I use Eminem, right? Because, yeah, you know, I, I Eminem think you know, Eminem is still active, especially now. He resurfaced in a lot of ways. Um, I He could have that Eminem path where it's just all music all the time, right? And he's always going to 
Because he does other things. Obviously, yes. Drake does, like, whatever Drake touches. Yeah, exactly. Whatever Drake touches is gold. Like, OVO, OVO is gold. Sports, sports league. league. You know, 2K yeah. League team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like. OVO is gold. Like, and OVO the brand, obviously. But yeah. Drake is still music first in a lot of ways. Um, my answer to that question, because we were almost talking about more so from the perspective of the decade. And in that perspective, I was like, I mean, I could see 2026, 2027 being. His. when he kind of stops i think what he's going to try to do is he's going to stretch out as long as possible before he makes his 444 and then once mm. he makes his 444 he comes out with you know one or two projects after that and then it stops doing it annually and i think that 444 type project is two or three years away so i think that 444 type project happens in, in a 2023 yeah but then he still comes out in 2024 no. still comes out in 2025 maybe 26 and then he's like okay i'm cool right. person and then other people were like no nah, he's just gonna keep going everyone has their own <laughs> opinion man we can't predict the future of course we don't but know it, it was a very it was a very fun conversation that's um fun. for sure and that's when i started to say i fucking love this app i'm addicted <laughs> to this app it's ridiculous Four hours later and i'm definitely gonna adopt it another conversation that happened on that app moving on to another topic here um so again as i mentioned some of the chats let's call them have mm-hmm. industry folk in there right uh, often you'll see joe budden in a conversation you'll see punch from tde in a mm-hmm. conversation um you'll see daylight a uh, battle rapper of course in a conversation yep. big face um, tattoo i think like uh kari foe okay yeah yeah, yeah i think you showed me I that saw, one i saw uh keisha shante like keisha industry shante? folk are just okay. on this app right app. um tyrese is, is becoming a name that people are really starting to follow on that app as well um Nonetheless, going back to some of the first two names that I mentioned, Joe Budden and Punch, uh, there was a conversation that was going on. It was titled, Is TDE the Best Label in the West? But the conversation quickly became, Is TDE the Best Label in Music? Ooh. And I don't know the answer to that. I don't know some the other answer. names that were brought up, obviously, they're going to bring up Dreamville. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're going to bring up QC. QC, um, yeah, yeah. They're going to bring up. I mean, OVO, I'm playing, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> I mean, no. But OVO's name was brought up. Obviously. You know what? Drake, Drake is so big that he brings up OVO on its own. James like. Harden, right? Um, some people like some people were mentioning um, Ibrahim, which is Dreamville's manager, is a better manager than Punch. And I'm like, but we don't know. This is I can't well, we're, say we're, that. We're just we're, we're talking yeah, shit, yeah. right? We're just we're theorizing. We're not. We don't know the insides, obviously, but we're just giving based on perception mm-hmm. of. Yeah, and I would say that is an argument I because you look at the last two years of Dreamville, especially once they brought on JID and Earth Gang. There's a conversation to be had there. Yeah, Ari Lennox, there's a conversation to be had there. Um, so that conversation was going on, and then again, just this the conversation of is TE the best label, let's say in music. Mm. Um, what are your thoughts on that? That that's How would hard. You articulate that. You know, with good music out there, I'm playing, I'm playing. I mean, hey, good music is still it is a, a conversation because Chains just came out. Yay, mm-hmm. although it's not primary, is still, still active. That's your Big Sean? Uh, Pusha T, we're still waiting oh, on We're not album. that album, but Big Sean was just amazing. came out. Like, good is still a conversation, so that's we true. can't even jokingly say I don't. I honestly, TD, no, just because... Actually, wait, nah. I'm pulling a blank on other record labels right now but so i just can't I, give it to in TD. a lot of ways but i don't think i can give it uh but i can though that's the thing is that i feel like all of their artists has reached 
a certain level. Yeah, and I do that. That's that right? I do agree with. Let's use the two K reference. Everyone on that team has a rating above seventy eight. Yes, yes, yes. Right. I agree. Whereas some other labels, whether regardless of if they have the ninety nine rated, player, they still have some. They rated, have a seventy one. They have a sixty. Some of them. You know what I'm saying? Some of them have a sixty. <laughs> you know, it weighs you down a lot, dude. Just, you know what, what I'm saying? saying? So yeah. I think in a lot of ways, like the the team's average rating is probably the the best in the league. Yes. Um, but to say it's the best. If it's it hard. Go, if it was go to like head to head, it's hard. With another team, some teams can go. Some teams have a few players that can carry the team. And then <laughs> that conversation, and then we'll, I guess, we'll get off this point after this. That conversation extended to is TDE not not to say the best ever, but people started mentioning some all times. So they're like, "What Death Row? TDE is better than Death Row?" Definitely. And then Punch was like, "Well, Snoop said it. <laughs> Snoop said it on stage, which is a fact. He did mm-hmm. say that." Um, so, you know, Death Row was brought up, uh, Cash Money was brought up. Cash Money, ooh, Cash um, Money. Cash uh, Money, Cash yes. Money, nah. Yes, don't do that. They, they had, like, one album and that was it, and Wayne had to carry them after that. Come on, we all know that. We all know that. They had Shout one to, album. Uh, Uncle Vic Rants, <laughs> uh, my boy, Uncle Van Glorious. They had one album, and then uh, Wayne carried a, them the rest of the way. You're gonna I said that. You're going to have a field day um, with that comment. And that was around the 25-minute mark. You are going to have a great time with that comment. I can't wait. Um, Rockefeller was brought up as well. Bad Boy was brought up. One Bad person Boy. said Bad Boy might be the best ever. Locks, I agree. Mace, Diddy, Biggie. Yeah. Uh, uh, can't, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It might be the best. And Mary Jane. A lot King of Combs. Faith Evans and King Combs. <laughs> carrying the, carrying the mantle right King now. King Combs. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> Again, just very, very interesting conversation I like it. I like going it, on, man. Um, and as they happen, I'm very happy to kind of bring them here, report them here, and see where that conversation goes from there. But the TDE one is a real head-scratcher for, for both questions. When you bring in all-time comparisons and when you also ask, um, you know, are they the best label in music right now? Because in a lot of ways you say yes, in a lot of ways you say, eh, I don't know. So that alone leaves for a total answer of I don't know. It needs more research. I'll say like it's something I'll be like, all right, come back to me in two weeks and I'll let me research and look at TDE being the best label in music is like saying Andre three thousand is a top three MC to me. To yeah, like, I won't argue. I won't argue. And you. I won't argue it. But if you want to say come with like guarantee, put in stamp, I'm gonna put your word to this. I'm like, wait, hold up, let me do some research. That's yeah, what I'm saying. It's true. But like off the rip, I won't fight anyone for that. It's like you say LeBron or Jordan's the best. I'm like, yeah, whatever, man. But if you say Kevin Durant is the best. I mean, all right, chill, 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 chill. But then I can say, but but listen, though. I'll say, one on one. <laughs> Kobe said it. You're telling me Durant's not cooking? I'm not nah. going to no, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not going to do that. Nah. Um, but Durant's nice. Shit, they deleted the tweet. Okay, so let me load up the article. That's why I put both. Let's move on here to uh, Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster. Um, they actually deleted the tweet? Wow. You talked about... You talked about watching you, um, Pandemic. What's Utopia. That Utopia. Pandemic. You watch that. It's on Amazon Succession. Prime. Succession. There's just that 10,000 movies with one name yes. that are about the same goddamn thing. <laughs> um, so that one's called Euphoria. What's it called? You just said <laughs> Utopia. Utopia. <laughs> so that one's called Utopia. Yes. Um, premise of the movie. I'm about to spoil it for you. So spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. For the, the next 10 seconds. Spoiler alert. The gu- um, a company created a virus, and then the only way to get rid of the virus is by putting in a vaccine. They created a vaccine. They created, and 
There's some shit in the vaccine. I can't remember the rest. Go watch the show. And then uh, you mentioned something else about the way they prefaced the episodes. Yes, and they started every episode with this, like a black screen and then white writing. You know, this is not based on real life events. It's all fictional, blah, blah, blah. You know, cover their ass. Okay, so last week we talked about adrenochrome. Um, yes. And I'm not going to bring that up again, but the way the reason why I brought that up is because uh, we were getting into conspiracies a little yes. bit, right? Um, this type of conspiracy or an extension of a conspiracy mm-hmm. is that there is a plan for 2030 and they're going to use, of course, the decade of 2020 to get to that. Yeah, and I can see mentioned that. It already, and I said 1948 like a goof last time. It's 1984. I always mixed up that year for some reason. Um, being the the movie book that kind of thing um that big brother type of approach Mm -hmm. so moving into that digitized world a lot of people are against a lot of things technology related a lot of things that feel forced Mm -hmm. etc and uh ticketmaster is in the news because um they're doing some things that that a conspiracy theorist would go crazy for oh yes right um (laughs) so i'm gonna read this headline here the headline reads the following: Ticketmaster is exploring COVID vaccination and a test for when concerts return. Uh, I'm gonna read the actual article here so you can get some more context. Just put that water away. So it says here: Figuring out what to wear to a concert will take a back seat to your COVID-19 status what when tours mean? resume in 2021. Tell me more. Ticketmaster is exploring a safety plan to help welcome back its fans. The ticket sales company is reportedly in the early stages of developing a plan that event operators can use as a safety measure to mitigate the spread of the virus. One path that Ticketmaster is actively exploring and working to develop is a framework for syncing with third-party healthcare providers to link COVID vaccine status Mm. and or and or which means they're also going to include covid vaccine status and or test results to fans uh digital tickets for event entry it's ultimately up to the event organizers to figure out ways to bring safety back to its fans uh to live events and this is one idea that Ticketmaster is spitballing um now uh, i'm sure i'm sure they really are just spitballing yeah let's not you know let's not not go away from that (laughs) let's not go in yet um but how how do you feel about that nah that's my that's my medical records that's private i believe i don't believe a concert organizer needs to know my damn private records have you ever taken a COVID test no neither of us i don't plan on knock on wood you know but like i've never had a reason to let me put it that way not like i don't plan i've never had a reason to likewise um I don't plan. I, I would. Uh, I would ask about the vaccine, but there's, you know, I don't want to be mislabeled, um, so I'm not going to ask about that. And, and that's uh, a good thing. <laughs> I am not. I, I'm I not an anti-vaxer, but I'll end it there. Let's just end that <laughs> exactly that part there. Um, okay, so I'm, I, again, look, we're just we're just playing around here. Mm-hmm. What if Ticketmaster said, "All you got to do is show us your test results. Nothing about vaccine. Just show well, us your I test just results. Just go fake one." That's fine. I know how to use um, PDF editors. I'm cool. Make that shit look brand new. Remember that be anyway. I'm not gonna say what I've been editing, but otherwise, yeah. um, also what I want. <laughs> That's really what I would do. So they say um, vaccine and or test results. That they are just spitballing this. Let's just play yes. assumption here. And this idea says, hey, great idea. We're gonna move forward with this idea as mm-hmm. a full idea, right? Do they? <laughs> Basically, what I'm asking is, 
are they part of the 2030 world? Yes. <laughs> yes, they are. That's the only way to see people live now. I'm telling the you. The only way to see people live is to take this vaccine. Yes. Um, that coincidentally got approved the day after the election to hey. manipulate the market. But th- we that's are not. A, we're not. A, we're not politics podcast. We're not. We're not. I mean, I <laughs> work in economics, so yeah. I, I see it happen yeah, when I see it happen. We observers. Um. Yeah. Um. But okay. <laughs> I don't even know where I'm going with this. But. Yes, they're part of the 2030 plan. <laughs> the only way to see people alive is I know when you raise your shirt, they, they check that scan, beep, beep, and it scans you. Are you getting a microchip in you? That's what's going to happen when you get that vaccine. I mean, sorry, oh, what? I'm saying like... <laughs> I'm playing. But you know what I'm trying to say is that some shit about this is going to be digitalized. And once it's digitalized, you know you you know where it's going. With, Would with you take... $75,000 a year before tax from the government to install a chip in your wrist to know where you're at at all times? Or, or 75000 no a year? <laughs> On top of my regular work, that's, that's a lot, you know? You guys, as long as you're not doing nothing bad, think about it. Think about it free. Yo, what are you doing that's real that bad? Like, unless you're killing a man. Unless you're killing a man. Is it you know, for life? Yo. Would you take it? I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, think I'm like, yo, I kind of want to say yes, but no at the same time. I mean, I'm obligated to say no. Yes. I agree. Well, yes. No. I'm very yes. obligated to say no. Um, but it's funny. It's a man, good question. On, That's a good question. Yeah, we're worth a little bit more than that, man. Let's not do that to ourselves. Uh, but let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. I didn't read this article, so I wanted to actually uh, read it for the first time. Okay. But uh, Billboard did an article with a number of R&B women. Uh, Summer Walker was a part of this. Jelani, Janae Aiko, as well as Tiana Taylor. And they they speak on the state of R&B. <laughs> so I want to read a bit of this article. These four artists are powering an R&B renaissance with their honest-as-hell lyrics and potent new sounds. But they're still encountering the same old industry roadblocks. So that's interesting. As streaming... <clears throat> excuse me. That's just a throat clear. That's just a throat clear. Let me drink some water. <laughs> As streaming opened the door for hip-hop to dominate the music industry in the past few years, many executives and artists are worried that R&B was getting left behind. This year, they have <clears throat> reasons to be hopeful. R&B is not nearly as big as hip-hop, of course. It has a market share of 7.43% of overall album consumption units so far in 2020, compared to 19.7, uh, 19.17% for hip-hop, according to Nielsen Music slash MRC data. Yet, it's growing by 4.64% in market share compared to this time last year. Hip-hop's market share, by comparison, grew less than 1%. So, obviously, Mm -hmm. it it was 19 and it had been 19. Yeah. Right? Um, In the same period. As the genre catches up commercially, it's having a renaissance artistically. And and one that is largely powered by women singer-songwriters who are uh, reimagining and reinterpreting its sounds for new generations of listeners. Of the 14 releases that have reached number one on Billboard's top R&B albums chart in 2020... Nine of them have been from women. So that's great to hear. Um, among these four cover stars are Billboard's annual R&B 
hip-hop power players issue uh, with her con what? professional relationship anthems. Casually Cool Kalani, 25 years old, scored a career number two debut on Jeez. the Billboard 200 um, with It Was Good Until It Wasn't. We until have introspective Jene Aiko, 22 years old. She pushed, she pushed her atmospheric sound to experimental places on Chilombo, which in March also debuted at number two Jeez. we have tiana taylor of course with her the album um that gave her a top 10 entry on the billboard 200 and of course summer walker uh she obviously set records with her album over it and that was the I'm biggest streaming week for an r&b artist um at the time last fall so I'm just going to skim to see what they're talking about here. They asked him a bunch of questions. Everyone has their own style, of course. Tiana Taylor mentioned. Uh, what would you pull from the article? Oh, I was just, they asked him all a bunch of different questions. Y'all just gave their answers. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like, how do you find R&B? Obviously, some other peers are mentioned. Her, SZA, Solange, Ella May, Queen Nigel. Um, there's, a, there's a few names, of course, that are very prominent in, in R&B, uh, especially with women R&B specifically. Once you bring the men into the conversation, I mean, you add people like Masego to that. And it's just, there's a lot, you know, Xavier Omar, there's a lot of good music out. There you know is. what I'm saying? Ty Dolla Sign <clears throat> as well. Um, if you scroll to the bottom there, they have a where's R&B headed from here. I just want to read that from their answers. That's like the last, the last point. It's right before the cover is. At the very bottom? Yeah. Well, it keeps on scrolling. It's a really it's stupid, a weird page. Like, it's right after there. Or right before that part, before this oh, billboard. Okay. I feel like that's the whole point of the article is the at that part. Where I don't know what their opinion, being an R&B, what they think it's going. Because I, I don't know R&B, so I'm not going to give my advice on where I think it's going. Because I, I didn't agree this much. Yo, my shit be struggling. All right, so where's R&B headed? Please. <clears throat> Jenny Aiko. R&B is headed to a good place because it blurs out so many lines with its different sounding styles. But I also feel it's always underrated. And it always... Wait, but I feel it will always be underrated, which I do agree with. I 100% agree with that. Most of the things um, we talk about are too real for everybody to understand. And I won't say that necessarily. R&B is for people who are usually, who are really here and really feeling. And that's why I'm saying that she shouldn't. Like, I get what she's saying that it's too real for her. I think it's just like, it's one of those, like, you don't bump it. It's personal. That's why it's never going to be... Like, it's always going to be underrated because it's it's more personal sometimes. Okay, actually a lot of times R and B is more personal, but I don't say it's for like you know too real. Like sometimes I don't want to feel that way. Sorry, <laughs> it's too real. You don't want to tap into your emotions. Uh, Kalani says R and B is going to keep on evolving, keep getting cooler, more personal, which I agree with. There you go. Um, I hope it evolves to where we can call each other up and collaborate more than one, more than just on, on more than just one song. So I didn't know that. That's very interesting. Oh, you don't you don't have to cross genres like. When I leave this third verse open, I'm automatically going to a, it's automatically going to a rapper. Mm, fair enough. That's like that. Kalani said that. She's yeah. She's like she doesn't like that. She she wants JoJo on that verse, not a rapper. Mm -hmm. um, Kalani also said, "I love that R&B is is the realest bitch." <laughs> That's a bar. Okay, Kalani, sorry. Man. Um, I'll be. I'll quickly finish this. Taylor said, um, "Will always be here when an N word is in his prime of his life, when he wants to deal with, when he when he wants to deal with everyone. But there's always that one girl that's going to be there for him when he's ready to get it all together and settle down. That's who's going to be looking for. Oh, that's who he's going to be looking for. 
And that's R&B? Yeah, that's R&B. She, I, mean, she, I think she summed it up. That's what I feel R&B is. R&B is always going to be the realest bitch. Oh, R&B is always going to be the realest bitch in the world. And Kalani said, I love that. R&B is the realest bitch. Holy. <laughs> Shout out to the end. And that's pretty much that's it. But uh, yeah, I mean, just, just moving off of this topic, I, I actually completely agree with them. Um, I, I think R&B in a lot of ways is underrated. I think, it is, I agree. Um, I would encourage everyone to maybe listen to a little bit more R&B. Uh, I think it's a, cal- a palate cleanser in a lot of mm-hmm. ways. Um, I think it does tap into those other type of emotions. And I think those type of emotions are necessary Yes. Um, to, to complete you as a person. So listen to more R&B, goddammit. That's really all I got to say about that. And the women are killing it. There's some great albums out. Um, and I can't wait to have that top R&B Ooh, I got to put that list together this week. Gushing. I'm actually going to put it together gonna tonight. Good so I'm going to get at the end of the year, you know, topics. Keep it or leak it, though. Let's keep it. It's going to say keep it or leak it. Uh, we're going to start with Will Smith. Um, or, uh-huh. obviously, Fresh Prince. Um, In West did you see this? Because I didn't I did not, watch it yet. I've not, I didn't even see the link. When Neri posts something there, I usually don't look at it if I can. Okay, so... What? Who's going to take us down? Sony Music probably owns that somehow. <laughs> there is... It says, the Banks family is back. I'm going to play it on mute because we're not going to get taken down. It's not going to happen to us again. <laughs> Thanks. Thank Banks you. family is back back they bike um they're doing they're doing a reunion man uh the freshest family reunion the trailer for the fresh prince of bel-air reunion special is out and it looks great so they're in uh the house of course Mm -hmm. the the, The the house the set (laughs) um it's it's all of them there of course um you know minus uh uncle phil rest in peace definitely uh, I think they had both Aunt Vivs there, if I wasn't Jeez, mistaken. Describe. Uh, I saw a picture. <laughs> I saw a picture that Will Smith had posted. Um, I'm I'm here for it. Keep it. Yeah, I'm I'm a thousand percent. Yeah, leak, like, right. I'm a leak, thousand, sorry, yeah, leak, sorry. I'm a thousand yeah. percent here for this. I think it's gonna be special, man. I'm low key this, watching um, the trailer. I, yo, I have to watch this trailer. I didn't I, know. It I still don't want to complete the trailer. Like that's how I feel about that. I know. Thing. I don't. Oh, I just saw jazz. Oh fuck! I don't, okay. don't want to watch it. it. I just saw jazz, and I'm like, nah. I'm real interested. I'm real interested in yeah. that. I mean, it's been teased for a little while. Um, I think Sad. people thought it was gonna be a reboot or I thank God it wasn't a new season. But I think this is perfect. That's why I want this. I'm like, don't do anything else. Just give me a quick reunion. How's everyone been? It's sad that we don't get Uncle Phil low-key. Like, mm-hmm. Or high-key, it is sad. But, you know, that's life. Definitely. So, leak that shit. Yeah, no, it's 100% leak for me. And I think it actually comes out soon. I think it comes out... Um, what you I say want today? to say the 21st. Uh, 19th, actually. That's next week, so no? That should be... Sometime, Monday? Yeah, sometime Tuesday, this week. Wednesday, Thursday. Sometime this week that you're listening to this um, is when this comes out. So, Thursday that's crazy. Week. Yeah, it's 100% leak, and I, I can't wait to watch it. I'm going to watch that right away. Oh, yeah, straight I'm up. I'm going to be on that right away. Wait, dude, where's it dropping, did they say? I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't want to watch that far in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we got some shout-outs. Shout-outs! So, let's get into these motherfucking shout-outs. The first shout-out is in order to The weekend. Uh We're giving Weekend a shout-out because he has been announced as the next... Super Bowl halftime performer. Let's give that a round of applause. It makes perfect sense. They've been priming the weekend up for this moment. This man made it Um, from Toronto. I'm gonna I'm gonna jokingly intertwine that in keeper leak. Do you wanna see the weekend at the Super Bowl? Yes. 
thousand percent. Yes. I agree with that as well. Sure. I, I think he's gonna kill it. I think, I think he's, he's, he's it. a really good performer. Really, definitely. As much as he's not in the spotlight, he's still a good performer. And his he music, is in the spotlight though. What do you mean? Like not like he's, he's not like superstar sp- level. Not like well, like we're he's not like on level. social media. Like oh guys, like you know, you oh, know, like Kylie Jenner. Like that's what I mean. Like you know, oh. he keeps he's more private than a lot of other people. But like I mean. For someone that's not, for someone that's private, he's a good performer. Yeah, no, he's a real like, good performer, and uh, I think we saw his uh, VMA performance. Mm-hmm. Um, very visual artist as well. So to have p- potentially, well, no, NFL is going to do fans. Um, I was going to oh, say yeah. virtual. That's just going to be packed. Nah, that's just going to be packed. There'll be people <laughs> beside him. You know when they do the crowd and they come down on the stage onto the grass, that's going to be there. Oh, trust my me. God. So, yeah, no, it's the U- a, U.S. Uh, and NFL. <laughs> A corporation that has obviously billions to spend on entertainment because viewership is one of the most important things to them. Uh, I can see we can go in crazy there. We're doing so wow. I'm very, I'm very much looking forward to that. So that, that's you know, shout out to him for shout sure. Shout out to him. And the next shout out uh, is an order for Young Jeezy. Uh, he has become an executive at Def Jam. Let me read this article title here. Jeezy De- uh, inks a new Def Jam. Deal. I can't even talk. Jeezy <laughs> inks a new Def Jam deal. That's hard to say five times fast. Jeezy inks a new Def Jam deal. 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 No, that's not like Yo, Jeezy inks a new Def Jam deal. Jeff damn deal. Jeff damn deal. What's this position, man? See, now you're saying Jeff damn deal. Jeff damn deal. So Jeezy inks a new Def Jam deal. <laughs> and he will also serve as the senior advisor to the label chairman. Hmm. Uh, we read very little of this. So Jeezy is not leaving Def Jam anytime soon. Not only has Damn. he signed a new deal with the label, but he'll also serve as a senior advisor to the interim chairman uh, and CEO. His name is Jeff Harleston, right? So um, just shout out to that. I mean, Jeezy in a, in a front office position is a big look and is a is a trustworthy look, I'm sure, in the eyes of the artist. So salute to that. Shout out to But yeah, let's get off that news. 45 minutes of news. Uh, let's get into this new music. There's a ton. Oh, you oh, wild out. God, there's a ton of fun. You this, wild this is, out. This is probably the most music I've listened to. Um, in I looked week. at it, I'm like, scroll, I'm like, yo, what the hell? In one week, but I promise I'm going to make it short and condensed. I promise. All um, right. But of course, let's get into the music that has come out. Let's let the people know what what they can listen to um future and lil uzi vert came out with baby uh sorry baby pluto x baby pluto yep uh kodak black came out with bill israel bill and of israel. course we're talking about uh projects albums right yes now. uh two chains came out with so help me god so help me god aesop rock came out with spirit world field guide um nav came out with the bonus version oh, the shit. nav and wheezy uh emergency tsunami project that came out was that last week or it weeks came out last week last week yep uh, Doughboy and Southside came out with Demons Are Us. Black Youngsta came out with Fuck Black Everybody Youngsta. 3. <clears throat> Salam Remy came out with Black On Purpose. Goody Mob came out with Survival Kit. Lil Tracy came out with Designer Talk 2. NBA Youngboy came out with Until I Return. Joey Fats came out with G-Way. DJK Slade came out with Homage. Apparently DJ there's a track on there that with 50 features. <laughs> what the like hell? Five zero features. Um, what the? How long is that track? That's a lot lord help me god um yg uh the, the canadian artist like, yeah you know why question mark <laughs> came out with killer by myself uh danny lay came out with movie uh sosa man came out with born to drip sosa, man. k 
K-Camp came out with Kiss 5 Deluxe. And that's all I got on album. I thought, hmm, I thought there were a few more releases. Oh, did you say Danny Lay? I did. Yeah, mm, that one's called. And you said K-Camp? No, I didn't. K-Camp, yeah, oh. I did, I did. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's about it. Okay. So for singles, oh, in that case. sorry, you know Bari? I think that, is that ASAP Bari? Just took the ASAP out. Did he get kicked off ASAP? I don't know. I don't know. Either way, okay, sorry. So but let's if go he got singles. kicked out of ASAP, it would make sense that his name is just Bari. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought it was. <laughs> uh, singles. Yes. Your favorite record of the holidays, Lil Nas X came out with a record what's called his, Holiday. What's his gimmick now? Like, I was looking at him, like, what are they doing to him? Like, uh, what? Young, young music and borderline, not country, but borderline including country instruments. Did you listen to the song? I listened to 15 seconds. Did it include country? <laughs> I'm asking because I don't know. I feel it. like it had that feel to it. Like, um, you know that hip-hop, in, but include the banjo. Yeah. Like, it had that feel to it. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Yes, I get it. You that's a good I mean? way to say it's hip-hop, but it had a banjo. But include the banjo. <laughs> that, that's all it really is. Okay. But uh, it had that feel to it. And it had that feel that, um, you know, Toys R Us would have it in their commercial mm. and Gap. So he's like kind of pop. He's going pop, well, hip hop pop. But he already but he is was a pop, pop star, pop, pop. right? Yeah. Uh, he already is. A, you can tell just by the way he's marketed that yeah. he's a pop star. So, yeah, I just very didn't much know goes it, in yeah. that direction. I just didn't know which way they were trying to push him. From the 15 seconds that I heard, I mean, for all I know, that Fair was like enough. the bridge or something. I, don't yeah, know. I believe you. <laughs> uh, we got, uh, in terms of singles, Rico Nasty came up with OHFR, like, oh, for real. Uh, Lil Nas X with Holiday, Kanye West with Nah, 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 featuring The Baby <laughs> and Two Chains. That's the remix. <laughs> 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 um, Masego came up with Mystery Lady that's actually off of his EP uh, maybe I didn't mention him but well, yeah you didn't because he's not on the list but you did yeah but you... I was like okay Masego came up with an EP um, Study Abroad Run the Jewels came up with No Save Point Toby Lou came up with OK featuring Dreezy Rod Wave came up with All Week RMR Rumor whatever they're called came out with Rumor Hour. what guy uh, Thundercat came out with Fair Chance that's the Floating Points remix featuring Ty Dolla Sign and Lil B uh, this guy really put 303 in here. I don't know who 303 is. They're they're like a rock band. Okay. King um, Crooked came out with Who Am I? Did you say Wiz Khalifa? I probably skipped a bunch of them to be honest. Wiz Khalifa and Empire of the uh, of the Sun came out with The Thrill. Um, Jaden came out with I'm Ready from Spider Man Miles Morales, which is the video game. Uh, Fetty Wap came out with White Linen. Wheezy came out with um, Guillotine featuring. Uh, future and Yo Gotti. Let's, uh, let's get into what you, you listen to. Okay, no, I, I did listen to a lot though. I listened to a lot, um, but there are I listen uh, to not not as much as you, but uh, quite a few of these. There's quite a few projects here that I can get through very quickly. I think I can knock off more than half of this list in the next ten minutes. Go. Uh, I'm probably lying though, but yes, uh, I'm going to start with uh, Goody Mob. Goody Mob came out with one called Survival Kit. Uh, this one is 16 songs at 53 minutes. Um, I know Goody Mob's place in hip-hop, and I know who Goody Mob is in 2020. Uh, and I know that, at the end of the day, it's music for older folks. It is. Right? Um, but for some reason, I still expected a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also was just like like a cool listen. Yeah. Right? Uh, in terms of features, they're going to call their peoples. There's two features on here. One is Andre 3000. The other <laughs> is Big Boy. Go figure. Of course. Um, who else? But that, that Andre 3000 record is really good. That one's called No Cigar. Andre, um, Andre snapped on his verse? Andre definitely snapped on his verse. And I would say that probably the best song of the album. Damn. I'll play a little bit of Andre's part. Once I heard the beat, I knew it was Wait, where is it? 
Just for you know, whole bitch on the porch, walk back to a I'm hula hooping double dutch and kick balling in hole. New maneuver, no discussion. Fuck them all of them hole. What's the dungeon or home? Home for misfits, sleeping on the floor, then wake up when you smell something lit. Sure. So good, a really good 3000 feature Shout on there. Out to three stacks, <clears throat> three I did make stacks. it through about 10, 11 records on this album. Again, I mentioned it's 16 songs. Uh, and again, it was a cool listen. Definitely want to finish it, but. Um, nothing about it blew me away respectfully of course um yeah, but again nostalgia you know good, good. people you, you know what you're getting from them exactly it's good imam you know you hear silo's voice and his very distinct voice you get happy about that exactly uh, another uh, another project i can talk pretty quickly about is um aesop rock Ooh, so I've... i wanted to give this a listen aesop okay. rock uh not aesop rocky a a e o sop rock Sop <laughs> rock um that one is called spirit world field guide now this one's 21 songs at 73 minutes Jeez, that's long um the intro definitely sets the tone on that one uh and he's literally giving you a guide on how to listen to this album Okay. Uh, and I found that to be very interesting because I never personally tuned into his catalog. Yup. But it felt expected that he would do something like that. Um, so <laughs> hey, I'm me, not surprised he did that. Yeah, I'm not surprised he did that. Let me play a little bit of that instructional manual. Tips one. But I felt it necessary to stay the course in hopes that these insights may be illuminating for some. But I wanted to get specifically this part right over here there are days i fear my work will only serve to create more confusion about what i've found but i felt it necessary to stay the course so i've mentioned that and then there's this person warnings maps drawings and more contained within are anecdotes recipes survival tips warnings maps drawings and more all organized in an effort to promote safe travel and interdimensional awareness while this arrangement highlights the basic chronology of my experiences, users should skip to whatever section most directly applies to their impending scenario. As no so you can obviously tell where Logic got inspiration from in terms, I mean, obviously we know he got it from more of a Midnight mm -hmm. Marauders, he's talked about that, but you can tell Logic did his yeah. research on these types of uh, rapidy rappers, right? <laughs> rapidy um, rappers. But it very much is a rapidy rap type of project. I, I compare, you know, for those that don't, have never listened to Aesop Rock. Tell me. <clears throat> very modern Lupe-esque. Okay. And, and, and it's very wordy. Yeah, of in course. In a lot of I ways, it's that. just rapidly rap. In a lot of ways, you're not saying nothing. But in a lot of ways, you're saying crazy <laughs> shit. Um, and I can see why when we looked at lists, he was the most worded you, you artist saw the, per record. You can tell by the words in the yeah, songs. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll play a record. Um, okay, yeah, I want to hear one of his songs. This one's called Pizza Alley. He shouldn't be able to take us on. You're not signed, right? You're not signed? I have no, no idea. He's underground, right? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, just really, very like, wordy. very wordy. Uh, play another one randomly here. This one's called Button Masher. Feed to a shutter. I use the phony voice when I'm young. 
for the shrapnel commits. I give a fuck about a fact to be sent. We mostly play to the French. They figure what's a little tape on the wings. A little glue, a little paint, a little staple and string. So, you know, just very, you know, basic rapidy rap in mm -hmm. a lot of ways. And I, and I mean basic very respectfully. Uh, in that he just stays in that rapidy rap lane. Yeah, he's not right? experimenting. Uh, he's not, you know, going to blow you away. But if you are an ASAP Rock fan, even without me digging into his catalog, I would imagine that you're pretty satisfied with this. Okay. Um, the I, I, did, I got through a lot of it. I think I actually got through all of it. And wow. again, it's a 73-minute project. Um, so it did catch my attention enough to finish, to, it. To, to finish it. So it is worth listening. It is worth exploring. If it is a name that you've heard and maybe one day I'll listen to them. Not this is not a bad project to, to pick up on as that first listen, so um, definitely a decent one for sure. And then I think I can quickly mention uh, <laughs> I swear they do it purposely, it's the funniest <laughs> thing ever. Uh, I'll briefly talk about Ransom, and the reason why Ransom would be a very Ransom, short discussion. Why do you sound so familiar? Um, this one's called Deleted Scenes, so this one is six songs at 14 minutes, and the reason why it sounds so familiar to you is because. I've been talking about Ransom all year. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Come the project early. Yes. Uh, which was a good one. He came up with Soul something Killer, earlier, which is a good one. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought I thought um, I thought the other director's cuts as well were 2020 as well. I no, could be wrong there. there was one like in January and then the other one. I think director's cut was in January. Something like and that. And something else came out later. In but the he's year. come out with a lot of music in 2020. And I actually think he's sort of a. Uh, a dark horse like you know that guy that just gets snubbed from the all-star team mm -hmm. even though he's averaging 24 and 8 Beal? like he's like that kind of guy not Beal because Beal's superstar stats um but i feel like that like that guy that like that drew holiday type player mm -hmm. that like come on it's fucking drew holiday you're telling me you're, you're snubbing this guy i see what you're saying it's yeah. like <laughs> you know what i, I mean? get it um so it's one of those uh it really is more of the same from ransom you know especially this year and again that is a good thing uh, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. Well, I am gonna play a little bit of track three, but that one's called Final Destination. He has a bar on there. He says, "Business is a joy when you figure out what your stock's worth. Trying to find who you are just eliminate who you not first. So mm. it, it's ransom bars. It's great bars. It's fucking ransom being ransom. Uh, I let's got play it, a little could. bit of that one. Deleted scenes. That one again is called Final Destination. To all of my giant that Joe judges. They gon' defy us and so run us But if this carries on, we gon' ride for four summers yeah. Business is a joy when you figure out what your stock's worth Tryna find who you are, just eliminate who you not first My life is better, but the block's worse So rest in peace, shock of seeing you laying up in that box hurts So again, a lot more of the same from Ransom If you've been satisfied with Ransom this year Add six more records to that Ransom collection because um, it definitely is a good one. And again, I've, I've really been on top of Ransom projects this year very enjoyably. Um, so, <laughs> oh man, we are dying. We are <laughs> it's funny. Dying. It's funny. <laughs> if you know, you know, right? I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, and that is definitely the name of the episode at this point. Yeah. We can always allude back to it. But uh, Ransom deleted scenes worth a listen, worth a download. Add it to your collection of really good music that Ransom has released this year. And again, I think if we're talking, if there was a MVP candidate type of award, not to say Ransom would get it, but he would have to. Like, he would get some would, first place he votes. He would be in a top six vote. Like he, would get, he has he would get to get a be. few votes. Okay. You know what I mean? Like he would have, 
low-key more votes than i don't even want to be controversial Mm-mm, but uh exactly. no shout out to ransom it's a real good project deleted scenes um moving on to hmm uh which ones did you listen to i listened to uzi okay i listened to black youngster and I listened to two chains okay so you did not listen to Masego. No. Masego Studying Abroad uh, was the name of the project. I didn't mention it earlier. That one's six songs at 16 minutes. Um, he did mention, because they like to do impromptu interviews on the Joe Budden podcast, and I do appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, he mentioned that he was experimenting a lot with, with this. Uh, okay. He just kind of you know, put music out. Um, it's Again, it's called Studying Abroad, and he mentioned that the name was intentionally double entendre-esque. Oh, studying yeah. abroad, studying a broad, like a disrespectful term for yes, a woman. Yes, yes, You know yes. what I mean. <laughs> um, a few records on here. I mean, track two is called Silver Tongue Devil. That has a day party type of vibe to it. Okay. Uh, track three is called Mystery Lady featuring Don Tolliver. I actually think you'd like this one. I'm not a fan of Don Tolliver. You know that, too. Let's see here. Like wilding, wilding. <laughs> like super wilding. wilding. I thought you liked Don Tolliver, to be honest. I tried to like him, but I felt like it was being forced down my throat. Okay, that's fair. I'll skip that record then. No, but, no, um, no. You can play. It. Like I don't mind him. Don't get me wrong. Like to be honest, he's actually kind of grown on me a little bit. But yeah, play it though. I might like it. You know he's growing on me. I don't mind that. That's actually yeah. not a bad track. I like I like the direction he's going on that very thug esque in, in the way that he attacked yes. that uh, vocally. Uh, track four is called Polygamy. Funny title for uh, uh, such a record where he's super singing on this one. Uh, let's play a little bit of that. Jeez, that's actually a super bar. Gemini game, so many faces. Yikes. Uh, and then uh, there's a track called By Felicia. Uh, I Bye really enjoyed Felicia. that one. That's probably my favorite song on the, on the project. So, I mean, that's the kind of vibe you're getting from this Masego project. Just a cool, a cool project it. to throw I'm on. I'm it. It's not um, bad. I think he's from out west. I could be wrong. So you're getting that out west day party, mm. throw it on when women are around. Cali. I love Cali. Type of feel um, to it. Again, I, I like quite a few records on here that stood out to me. It's a quick little project, six songs in 16 minutes. And uh, it's definitely worth a download. That That's without a doubt. It's definitely worth a download. Uh, let me see which ones I've also listened to that you didn't. Salam Remy. I won't spend too much time on this, but this one is called Black on Purpose. Uh, 17 songs at 59 minutes. Uh, track two is called No Peace, and that one starts with Busta Rhymes. Uh, Busta Rhymes came in super hard, in my opinion. Let me just load up this album here. For those that don't know Salam Remy, of course, he is a producer. Um, you know, a lot of uh, 
a lot of hip-hop jazz influence a lot of soul influence a lot of reggae influence as well uh, and he's been around for a very long time very well respected damn near legendary status mm -hmm. if not already um so definitely got to give him his flowers uh track two no peace no so very very intentionally loud with the beat and what i really love about just producer projects in general especially something like a salam remy you're you're listening for the features as much as you're, you're listening. listening for the production yep. so it's giving you more intent on listening to this mm -hmm. um that No Peace record also features Mumu Fresh, who goes super hard on that. Mumu Fresh is a great rapper, uh, vocalist in general. She's a great artist. Uh, Black Thought is also on that, and Dougie Fresh is on mm, that as Dougie well. Dougie Fresh. Uh, and I think there was another name on there. It's just the feature list is too long for me to see on Spotify, so I do apologize because it was a name that I was supposed to say. Write that down because you're going to forget. Um, there's a few other records on this one. Track 4 is called Coming Out of the Rain. Uh, and just for, for note there, he's working with Bilal on that record specifically. Bilal. So just showing you the range, you can go from a loud Busta Rhymes type of record to track four. Uh, just to, again, not to spend too much time on this album, I'm going to read some of the names based on what Spotify is showing me versus what it's blocking out because there's too many names. Uh, <laughs> Busta Rhymes, Mumu Fresh, Black Thought, Dougie Fresh, CeeLo Green. Uh, you click the three dots, it goes to like view artist or view it? credits or song credits. I oh, know it went to Dougie Fresh. Um, so that's too much time. Uh, Tidra Moses, D-Nice, Mac Wilds, Black Thought, Common, Wilds. Case. That Case record is phenomenal. And then he has a uh, track nine called Strange Fruit. That one features Betty Wright and James Poyser. Uh, Strange Fruit is exactly what you think it is. Kanye used it on Blood on the Leaves. Um, who else used it as well? Someone else used that. Blood on the Leaves. So let's play that. Reprise. Black bodies swinging in the southern breeze. Yeah, this episode's definitely getting taken down after playing that record. Oh, it's How much we are getting so much money for that record? And then you have, uh, you know, again, I mentioned the Jamaican influence as well. You have, you know, Stephen Marley's on a record. Supercats on a record. Um, who else? Did, did they get yeah. that white guy? That guy, white guy son. What's his name? Fuck! I fuck up the joke. Stop this. <laughs> you know, I'll Chet. Chet. What's his name? Chet Hanks. Yeah, you get Chet Hanks on this track. <laughs> no, but they did get Spraga Benz. Spraga um, Benz. Yeah, there's a lot of good records on this, man. There's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of good Shout records. Shout to Salam Remy on man. this project. Uh, I like track ten a lot. Is it because I'm black? It's one of those yes. anthem type of records. Of course, I did make a black playlist. For, for BKC at mm -hmm. one point, Blank Campus Creatives. Check them out on YouTube, uh, on Facebook. Um, and this is one of those type of records.
one of those type of records and the reason why it feels the way that it does is because um that of course is uh anthony hamilton singing so that's why you can feel the pain in that uh b trenton's also on that record black thought CeeLo green salam remy of course stephen marley and selena johnson which is a name i haven't heard since kanye so um that's a big record there Again, really, really, really enjoyable album. Um, album for a slightly older music ear mm-hmm. in terms of appreciating the jazz influence, appreciating when he has reggae influences and, and just everything that Salam Remy does. This is just another project in, in his catalog that goes way back to the motherfucking 80s, if yeah. I'm being real. For so, real. Um, you know, shout out to that one. Black on Purpose, worth a download. 17 songs 59 minutes and and you know really worth all 59 of those minutes um for sure uh i'll quickly touch on just so we can get to the ones that we listen to together um i'll quickly touch on danny lay and then we'll move on to the ones that we both listen to so danny lay came out with one this is 16 songs at 43 minutes i was tempted on this one but like I wanted you to tell me how have you listened to danny lay before the that her I don't know that. That was like her blow up song. Well, I feel that's not her was sound. That a club record? It was a club record. I but I knew that was not her sound, so I don't want to listen to this and be disappointed. So I'm glad you mentioned that because track one started exactly where I wanted it to. This one's called Superstar. Yeah. Straight to the playlist. Yep, see, so the one thing is that I knew I didn't want it. That's why I didn't listen to it. Straight to, straight to TNV presents the playlist. Go look that up on Spotify. Go look that up. But, 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 it's funny that you said that, and I'm really glad you said that, because there's a track on here, a uh, track six called Mistreated. It gives me um, Big Sean, I Don't Fuck With You vibes, and I feel mm. like it's like the woman version of it. Mm. This one features Queen Nigel. So, I'm not gonna be mistreated. Um, but I, I, I'm glad you mentioned it because I played track seven and I was like, hmm? okay, this one's called Monique. What's more poppy? Kind of Dej Loaf-esque, mm. up, more up-tempo. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't expecting that because I know Danny Lay the name, but I, I haven't tuned into yeah. the music. And then track eight comes on. It's called Dominican Mommy featuring Fivio. And I'm like, she's touching drill? This is how I heard her the first time. So she's touching drill too. And then I said to myself, what the fuck? She's touching drill too? So like when I first heard it, like, it was like a track like that. It was like a hip hop, mm-hmm. like a bumping track. Mm-hmm. So I, that's why I liked her. So, so now let's mention this. Track 9 is called Levi High with DaBaby. Oh. Uh, track 10 is called Diamonds on Me featuring Gunna and Yella Breezy. Oh, shit. That so album took a had... switched a exactly. turn. And that's exactly what it's like it was. A side B. <laughs> so, um, and then she, you know, she slows it down a little bit again. Like, track 14 is called Baby Say. And that one went straight on the playlist as well. But I'm going to say this album surprised me 
from the perspective of it gave me more than I thought I would get. Mm. Um, and I didn't know what I would get with Danny Lay, but I, uh, you know, the more that it gave me was like a good thing from the perspective of whoa, there's a okay, she has something, Loaf esque, playlist esque, song with Gunna, song with, you know, Gunna, like Ty Dolla Sign, she has a record with Ty Dolla Sign on it. I'm like, okay, there's a lot Ty's of different directions everywhere. going in. Um, and then on, on the, on the, you know nitpicking side of it i was like after the first record i was like oh maybe this could be one of those albums like a tiana taylor mm, and then it quickly became not that mm. um so again were you, it's, it's, were you it's disappointed that. that it wasn't that no not at all i was okay. like this is good music you enjoyed this is, this. <laughs> this is good fucking music like, so, it sh- it, i like that it showed her like range yeah it showed her range like I'm, a I, I'm gonna make the kalani type songs and i'm gonna make the City, not city girl, but you know that lane-ish. Yeah, type if somebody song. said like you know, put me on Danny Lay. This would be a project I'm comfortable with to say, yo, you will find the entire for thing. You. You'll get a good idea of everything about Danny Lay. Mm, and maybe I'm enough. wrong, but that's the case. Um, that was my best attempt. So I'm going to apologize because this episode is going to be longer than 90 minutes. <laughs> uh, we're already at minute number 75. Jeez. So we're going through let's this. Let's talk about what we listen. Black to youngster. Together. Black youngster. Because that would be the quickest one. Definitely. Fuck everybody. Three court. Um, I liked it, man. I I enjoyed it. I always enjoyed Black Youngster albums. I like all the features. I forgot who he has on as well. All his features were really good. I felt like he fit in really well with his features. Like it was all in all, it was. It felt like when I listened to him, it felt like he's having fun. Yeah, and I like that because that energy rubs off on me. So I'm having fun listening to him. Lil Baby, Moneybag, Yo, Lil Dirk, Da Baby, um, Lil Migo, J90, Sway Lee, Stunner for Vegas, Yo Gotti, and Forty Two Doug. That's like. Damn near A A one. I still like, enjoy Code Red more though. The one with record. him and Moneybag Yo. Oh yeah. Oh man. That was that was that was. But fun. this was a good record. I mean, this was a good project. I mean, I mean, uh, he doesn't blow me away lyrically. He's not designed. Yeah, to blow but me that, away that's lyrically. not his. That's not his job. If you do, then if you think you're gonna do that, you're the wrong person. This is Aesop Rock. It's just fun. It's like you said. I think it's it's fun. It's the energy. It's, it's energy. energy. I call it energy music, and that's what he does, man. That's why that's why they need features. It makes you feel good. Yeah. So shout out to Black Youngster. That's it. That's really all I got there. Okay. Um, the other two Uzi was Uzi Future. Yeah, this is Uzi and Future. I didn't, I didn't like it. Tell me why. Um, it felt like Uzi was trying to do the same thing on every song, and it wasn't his. It wasn't. It wasn't Uzi. He wasn't doing his vocal ranges. He wasn't doing his switching the flows up. He kept trying to do like a Future style. I feel like every song was Future okay. featuring Uzi. I felt like it was Future made a track, sent it to Uzi. Uzi put on it. Like that's mm. how it felt. That's true. I did feel that as well. Like, that, like that dynamic felt like it was a future record with with Uzi on it. You're right. You're right. Like, there was that. maybe like two or three tracks that felt like Uzi like was Uzi on. The other track I did feel like it was the Uzi I like. Maybe it was just Uzi I like. And like about four or five songs in, I was like, this kind of just sounds the same. Like they don't they don't switch it up. Yeah. It came out, it and just, that's the thing about Future, right? He has that like rhythmic style where he just never changes it and that's what i'm gonna say the only time i ever heard a future collab album that i actually liked was with young thug and i actually think it's because of young thug style that made futures contrast yeah uh vocally or, or range wise his juice world album i didn't like either yeah his um his drake album okay it was kind of fire but i feel like drake was the one that made that fire it's the drake bars we remember it's not yeah. the, it's not the future bars of we course. remember future is just like after you cool off from the Drake, you're like, yeah, this part's still hard. Exactly. Too. This part's still hard. Like, too. that's like future. I feel like he's just, he, maybe he's not a collab person. He just collab with a song, maybe, but not an album. I mean, I still think he is a collab person. I mean, he definitely is is one of those cheat code type of features, um, at least perceptually. For um, a song, I think, not for an album. True. I'm not doing, I don't think anyone should be collab. So he's Ty Dolla Sign, you're saying? No, he's not. A, hey, <laughs> no, maybe he is. Shit. But 
Did you like it? I I thought it was okay. Okay, fair enough. Um, I mean, Uzi, it's interesting that, again, it's interesting what you said about Uzi because I think for Uzi, for me, I didn't know whether to take it in a good way or a bad way that I felt like he was trying to be more serious and grown on some records. Mm. And it wasn't necessarily via copying Future. It was more so like, this nigga's rapping. <laughs> or this guy, I don't really say the N-word. This guy's rapping. <laughs> like, he's not, like, playing yeah. him with the voice. He's not... Um, there's a track called Lullaby. Let's just there's look that up here. That like a lullaby. I liked Plastics. I liked... Um... I think the one after plastics. I got a show. Rip it up in the kitchen. No potatoes got mash up. Man, you see, I don't care about love. I got off topic. I start talking about the drugs and all of the profit. And talking about the shit I learned. He sounds like a Philly rapper. He does. He's no, not, he does. And, 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 and I actually thought it was a good thing because I think he had, I think Lil Uzi, and tell me if you agree with this. I think Lil up. Uzi needs an exit plan. He does. Yeah, I fully agree with you. And that's why I'm not mad that yeah. he's doing it. I just didn't like it. So but when I I'm hear that, I'm actually trying to rap type of stuff that I hear from him like I hear on track 11. He does need an exit plan. Because he can't be doing this. He can't make songs for 18-year-olds <laughs> when you're 29. As equally as I say, ah, I don't love it, is as much as I say, this is like when Meek started singing for me. I was like, eh. I'm not loving it. And but. then two years later, I was like, it's, it's an element of Meek yeah. now. So I feel like Uzi maybe used this project or maybe just used a few stone. records at, to say, you know what? Mm. Let me start sprinkling that side of me. So at least I'm getting it out there. Just practicing, practicing, practicing. Because someone like me, I caught up on that. Mm. I, I picked up on that, I should say. So I have to imagine it, it's intentional. Um, but it was interesting. That perspective of it was interesting, for sure. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, like it, the, the project is just, eh, I mean, put it on. And, and walk around. Ain't nothing to really pull from it. Yes. Nothing to stand out from Nothing it. Nothing to stand out. Like the, the two singles were way better and they weren't even on it. I did play it in a car ride and it sounded good. I played on, in on the, the car, one yeah. last hot day that we had left this year. Damn. Um, Sad. <laughs> it is. But yeah, I mean, it's decent. That's all I can really say about it. So I'm assuming you didn't listen to the um, Kodak Black? I did not listen <laughs> I to Kodak Black. I, I, like. I kind of wanted to, but I just didn't get around to it. It was, yeah, it was one of those, it wasn't my top priority, I never got around to it. Like, if no other album came out, I probably yeah, would listen to it. For sure. But those other stuff. Okay, so. Two Chains! Chase! Uh, that one's called So Help Me God. 15 songs at 49 minutes. Um, how did you feel about this album from Two Chains? Two Chains is a legacy act. He's, um, he has his own, stu- he has his own, in my head, in my, you know, music. You're- Brain. Music he has his own um, residency in Vegas, and you know every time you go to Vegas, you're gonna see a Two Chain show, and you know it's gonna be fun because Two Chains has the charisma, and you know what you're gonna get. It's not gonna wow you, but you know it's also not, it's not gonna be shit. It's gonna be like somebody's gonna make you chuckle. You're gonna bump, yeah. and that's what Two Chains is to me, and that's what I got from this album. Two Chains has never disappointed me with an album. I'll, I'll put it that way. But it's not like he's ever wowed me at the same time. Mm-hmm. But, so none none of this like really wows you. Like, it, it was good. Yeah. You know, it was like, it was way better than average, but it wasn't like, oh my God, album of the year. Yeah, no, I, I do agree. Um, Again, this was uh one of the first albums I listened to this week, or last week, I guess I should say. And uh, I did listen to it in the car ride as well. And, and three or four songs in, I was like, I don't know what to take notes of. Uh, I guess, like, I got a kick out of track two because it's called Gray Area, and he's, like, talking about being in a gray area. Yeah, so I got sure. a kick out of that, and I'm like, okay, track five features Lil Duval so you get those funny lines from him 
I like the fact that Lil Duval is every record Lil Duval touches is fucking, fucking amazing, fire. right? It's fucking fire. He's or funny. does well, I should say. Um, and then track six came on. Shit, I don't the fire track, track six came on. Kanye Fayez, um, that one's called Feel Away. Uh, I thought Kanye sounded really good on that. I did like the the bit of back and forth. That, I love that. Uh, Kanye and Two Chains had. So let's play that one around the two twenty mark. Oh, first click. When Larry Jackson called, they let Frank Ocean go. Middle name Mandela, me and Mama sold dope together. I can hear Helen Keller since 15, now I've been a felon. A felon can both spread the message. I, I, I like can't that hear little... you, Helen Keller, really? Like, can we stop using that line, man? Hey, man, and until... Nah, nah, nah. Nah, 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 nah. Um... <laughs> I thought Kanye was taking shots at Jay-Z. Mm, you thought so? Um, where does he talk about... Hold on. I think it was here. Mm. Yeah, so he says, I put the diamond up, you're still repping Rockefeller. And then, pay attention to the names that he says and what he says about them. Me and Biggs in the studio. Cream Biggs. Yeah. What up, what up, and I bet they So all I mean, all he said was, and I bet they feel away. So he said, was the first name he said Dame? Yeah, he says, I'm with Dame in the studio, balling up. Yeah. I'm with Biggs. And I don't know if his first name is Cream. I don't know why I said that. I think Kareem Biggs is like a bad. It's, <laughs> it's a bad. It's not that. It's like that. You know that guy that um that big guy that like makes jokes with dribbling and shooting. Oh, I think that that's Kareem Biggs. I think that's Kareem Biggs. My but, like, fault. My I get fault. what you're I saying. I, I knew who you were singing. Um, I'm with Dame. Uh, I'm with Biggs in the studio, and I bet they feel away. Oh yeah, that's a digger. That's a that's a digger <laughs> thing. Yeah, of course. Like if you're chilling with the op, you're I'm gonna feel away. He names two of three. Rockefeller and it says I bet you feel a way yeah. I don't think Jay-Z feels a way about that not like he feels a way but like as in you're like yo don't like I don't fuck with these guys and you're fucking like you obviously you're, you're doing that on purpose to try and get like you know how many Jay-Z feels a way I but, do also wonder how factual yeah, yeah. that bar is because if it is facts I love that I love the fact that Dame <laughs> and Kanye are talking uh, working I mean they never they never had a rift they, they mm -hmm. were always cool to one another but um, I, I would like for them to publicly work together uh, Biggs as well uh, Kareem like Biggs. <laughs> um, Quarantine Thick, track hey, seven. Quarantine uh, Featuring thick. Queen of the Souf. What'd you say? Souf. Queen of the Souf. Souf. <laughs> um, that one, I, I, that's a, that that to me was like, oh, I'm listening to a 2 Chains album. That yeah. was like yeah. seven tracks in. I'm like, oh. Yeah, finally, the 2 Chains album. From where another cost you 80 bucks. club, I'll make them break it up. I'm like, okay, finally, and then Mulatto smokes. She's she's fire, man. Like like rapping wise, she's I think she's she's, she's one of like she's going she has potential to be one of the one of the one of the good ones. Yeah. I'll put it that way. For sure. I know you're like Go I'm gonna say go, yeah. Relax. Like, she's, yo, like she has relax. one. Relax. She has potential to be good. I need that Ari Lennox sound bite. Relax. 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 Um, track eight features Kevin Gates. Uh, Kevin Gates. Come on, man. He's come Kevin, on. What are we doing? When I heard the marriage, Kevin Gates slept on, man. Slept on. Come on, man. What are we doing? Where Where is that at? Two ten. I want to play from two ten. Oh, go shop with Chanel friends. Tracking device on the back of the car, but I'm dug and I know how to sell weight. Quiet, not cut, I'm controlling the gutter. Bitch, I'm from the slum where they say a age. Yo, when I heard that guitar, I went crazy. I went crazy. I'm not gonna lie to you, I went crazy. Um, 
I, again, I, I think you summed it up best. It's like it's a project that's not going to disappoint you. Mm-hmm. One thing that I did notice is that this album took a while to warm up, in my yes, opinion. Because it did. that middle section went crazy. It did. And funny enough, I, as much as I love that Kanye record, that wasn't the start of the crazy to me. Mm. But then when like when you go back and you're like, no, that one's no, probably, that was the start. That was probably the song of the album. The Kanye but record, yeah. When the song after it, Quarantine when it, when it sounded so two chains esque, yes. I was like, okay, boom, boom, the okay. club anthem. We're, we're kind of there, and then the next song was the Kevin uh, Gates. Song. Kevin Gates, and, and then the next song Uzi was Free Lighter featuring Uzi and Keith, and Chief Keith killed it. Chief Keith bodied it. Chief Keith killed it. I was loving Keith. Um, that record Tony was good. That record Southside Hove was good. I like hey. the the sample that he used on that. Like once you use that, um, like Hove used it on "I'm Feeling It," Mary J used it on "Take Me As I Am." Once you use that sample, this type of flow I get the opposition goosebumps. I saw my dad die and told that nigga wake up. That's a that's a cheat code um, sample to use, so I enjoyed that. But yeah, I mean that met, that middle section is what stood out to it's me. Good. Let's say six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Let's say mm-hmm. um, arbitrarily to some degree. Like that, that part of the album made the album worth downloading for me. Because at first I was like, oh, I like it, but. Exactly. Nothing special. I don't know what I'll do special. with it. Right? But that, that little middle section of the album um, made it worth downloading for sure. Do you have a rating for So Help Me God by Two Chains? Uh, I'll give it seven and a half. Yeah. Um, it, it's above average. Uh, me, actually, I'll probably I'm give gonna, it an eight. I'm going to go lower. Okay. I'm gonna go lower. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with a seven. Okay. I go with a seven. Um, again, I thought it was enjoyable. Um, it just took too long to warm up, mm. y- and you can't take that long because not every listener is me. Exactly. I will give. I will give a project nineteen <laughs> you records to to to, 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 to I'm not to capture me. I'm not. Um, I'm like and, next. And skip, it, skip, skip, skip by track five. Like if I skipped you three songs already by track five, you've not got my. Attention. And I can see how after the first three or four on this one, you would be uninterested. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say again, you know, maybe listen to it through and through, give it a chance, listen to it in the right environment. Uh, it's two chains, man. It's legacy. Just give give, give him the respect of being two chains to get to the middle. And I give it a seven out of ten uh, as a result. Fair enough. I actually think we covered all the music. We did. Okay. Great. Great, great, great. So we will barely be above 90 minutes in that case. Let's talk about our rotation. What is in your rotation, sir? Mine is really short. Mine's going to be short, too. Go ahead when you're ready. So I bumped Icebreaker by Lil Barrette. Um, Look, is he still going? Still going. Uh, The Search by NF. Emergency Tsunami by um, Nav and Weezy. I, I really like that album. I'm not going to lie. Weezy. It's, it's good. It's a good album, and man. I bumped that in the right setting. Mm-hmm. I Ooh. bumped that while I was... Um, back home smoking Meditating. Legal. Literally back home. Uh, and yeah, man. That's, that's some good shit. <laughs> um, I bumped... Uh, here we go. I bumped a lot of King Von, which is um, Welcome to O Block. I bumped a lot of Made in Tokyo. Never Forgotten. Um, Ty Dollar Sign, Ty Dollar Sign's album on featuring Ty Dollar Sign. Mm-hmm. I still love that album. Um, honestly, The Goat by um, Polo G. Polo G. I don't know and why you always forget that. And I remember because it always moves, it. it moves to the end of the new stuff because I probably listened to it like yesterday night or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. That, and I don't scroll that far because no, that's all the new stuff. I started seeing the new stuff. It's true. And I'm starting my um, uh, album of the year listening. Okay. You know? So, Rumor, uh, Drug Dealing is a Lost Art. 
that came out in June of this year. So I'm gonna give that. I, I'm gonna give that. I, yeah, I've actually given that a few listens because <laughs> I really liked it. <laughs> Yeah, no, so you were bumping that. You were bumping that. Yeah, that's a, that's about it. Honestly, that's that's all. Okay. That's all I bumped. Um. Okay. So for my Ta-cha. list, then when I get home by Solange, of course, I love that album a lot. Uh, for some reason, I felt like bumping the Carter mm, by Lil right Wayne, of course, two thousand four album. I want to start talking about hip hop the same way that older people talk about jazz, where the, whenever they mention the name and the artist, they always mention the year. Mm-hmm. I, I need to. I want to make that a thing, right? So. Lil Wayne's 2004 album, The Carter. I bumped that. Um, Solange's When I Get Home album, of course, from 2019. Uh, I bumped... I bumped some Van Jess. I don't know if you fuck with Van Jess. Never heard um, of them. There's a, a duo singers. Um, I don't know if they're... V-A-N-J-E-S-S? Yeah, like one word. Van Jess. Oh, no. Never heard of them. Um, good? They are good. Like Haley Chloe? They should be at, shout out to Chechi Run the Tape podcast. Shout out to Run the Tape. Uh, they should be as big as Chloe and Haley, uh, according to her. Wow. And we kind of know why they're not because they're Nigerian dark skinned women. But mm. we're not gonna have that conversation because we're not the platform to do it. No, we um, not. I also so I bumped Groove Thing by uh, Van Jess, which is their most recent single that came out last week. And I did some uh, artist play, just Van Jess, mm-hmm. artist shuffle, do your thing. Uh, I bumped The Imperfect Storm by Wale, of course, that's his EP that came out this year. I bumped Burden of Proof by Benny the Butcher, again, his album that came out this year. I went back to Boogie, Everything's for Sale, mm, uh, that's 2019 a project, of course, um, that from January 2019, and that was in my album What a Year conversation at the time it was i went back in 2017 and i bumped layla's wisdom by rhapsody um you know a, a lot of coverage for her album eve of course over the last year year and a half and change you almost forget how good layla's Ray wisdom Rhapsody. is that Ray was Rhapsody, the, yeah. the project that glued me onto rhapsody and mm. said this she is it mm. um that was the project for me Shout out to rhapsody and technically i think that was considered a debut i think was um, it? I think you know, so. We, I don't know anymore. Album, in terms of that. Uh, I bumped Reasonable Doubt by Jay-Z, of course, after bumping um, that 2 Chains sample that he mm-hmm. uses. I went back and I bumped uh, Reasonable Doubt by Jay-Z. Of course, that's his album going back to 1996. And then the last project that I bumped was probably one of my favorite projects ever. Okay, I don't hear this. This is from 2017. And this is one from one of the most talented people i've ever heard curtis harding mm-hmm. uh, it's called face your fear oh you're talking um, about this guy. i used to talk about that all the time i wanted to bring that back because that is such a phenomenal album if you haven't listened to that it's soul based it's uh you know it's funk to some degree i wouldn't call it jazz i would say it's more of a soul r&b soul type vibe um he has a record on there called wednesday morning atonement that opens up the album it's just, it's phenomenal. That's that's yeah. a great listening experience. Curtis Harding, uh, I would definitely recommend people listen to that 2017 project. Other than that, again, just just the new stuff, right? So okay. let's let's get off of that. Let's get off of the music that we listen to. Let's get into that post potpourri. Post potpourri. Um, you see what you see what happened with Ubisoft Montreal. <clears throat> I remember just hearing there was a hostage. Yeah, it was a hostage situation. Police were out. People were on roofs. Oh shit! What happened? All I was thinking was. 
people watch too much fucking uh, Money Heist. That's the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Because um, it felt very Money Heist esque. I want to watch Money Heist. Um, we need some new episodes. Show. That's a great show. I love episodes. that show. Um, apparently, it was a prank. And not to say a prank as in the police being there, but a prank as in the there really was no hostage. Yeah. So now they're trying to find the person that did the prank because it caused a commotion and it made international news. Of course, yeah, it's right? hostage. That so, shit's fucking serious. Um, very serious. So, yeah, I mean, just a random mention of that. Go look that up. Um, it happened at Ubisoft, uh, which is a gaming company, of course, uh, in Montreal. So go look that up if you want to get the full story on that. And then, uh, do you have anything for Postal War No, I had nothing. A uh, couple fights. Pow, pow. couple of fights that will be over by the time this podcast comes out. So I thought I would do, you know, a little mini prediction. Of course. Can you get by some money up? listen to this episode. There's really only uh, two, two good fights that are on this weekend. Um, in the UFC, we have Rafael Dos Anjos versus Paul Mayweather. Felder. Oops, sorry. Um, Dos Anjos should beat Felder. Um, Felder does commentary for the UFC. Uh, but is still an active fighter, oh, wow. but is kind of not right. It's like, are you? Are you it's are like you, Candace Parker. Are you? Are you, are you in? in or are you out? Or are you? Are you in the league? Or are you? Are, are you doing television? <laughs> you know what's what I mean? happening? Except Candace Parker is the goat. So that's a different conversation. Yeah. But uh, Paul Felder, as a result, uh, he took this fight on five days' notice. Oh shit! Um, actually, Khabib's boy, his name is Islam Makachev, was Shout supposed to, to fight uh, Dos Anjos. Pulled out. Uh, I don't know if it was COVID related or not. So Felder said, I'll step up to the plate. I'm a company man. I'm a, I'll step up to the plate Damn, five days notice. You. Um, and I'll take on one of the best in that you know, division. One, in that division, right? So I think uh, Rafael Dos Anjos is going to get the job done. I just think he's the better uh, fighter at this point and compared to Paul Felder because Paul Felder has a different focus. Mm-hmm. Company man. And I wouldn't be surprised if the company said, yo, let RDA oh, win this course. real quick. You know of course, yo, you don't have nothing. You really don't have much to lose. Your job, you got, you got a job side. You got a side job. This is his hustle. You know, we need to push some more shows with him. So you know, he needs that W on his record so we can push him for the next fight. And Dos Anjos being one of the best fighters ever in that weight class, which is 155 pound weight division, he's one in four in his last five fights. Now, mm. mind you, he's faced the best of the best, but, but still. he's one in four. So, and and. Paul Felder, even though he's somewhat inactive, is still a ranked opponent. I think he's uh, number eight in oh, the division. Oh, shit. That's how high. Whereas Dos Anjos... Yeah, Paul Felder's good. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Whereas Dos Anjos, because he moved up to 170, he lost his ranking at mm. 155. So, RDA, Dos Anjos is coming back down to 155. So, him beating on number eight is Beat Felder, first. get the number seven now. Exactly. And now you're two fights away from a title. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yes. I see it. It's all right, you know good what? for you, Felder. <laughs> um, and then you have a, a really good, a really big boxing fight. Terence Crawford, who's a pound for pound, uh, one of the best fighters in the game. Uh, he's facing Kel Brook, who's a very tough opponent. I think his record's like thirty six and two. Jeez. And he's only lost to Triple G, and oh. he's lost to Errol Spence, who is another pound for pound fighter. And Terence Crawford and Errol Spence are on a collision course. Mm-hmm. And you know there's about some. To fight. I can't. That's a mega fight. Get about to fight. To um, that being said, uh, Errol Spence did fight Kelbrook already. Uh, Errol Spence won by knockout. I think uh, by TKO. I should say because um, Kelbrook took a knee. He had an eye issue, so he took a knee and said it's got to be done. Uh, I think I was in round ten, if I'm not mistaken. That said, Kelbrook looked really good as he as he always does, and he's a really good competitor, a really good opponent. 
the perfect opponent, but I just don't think he's going to win. Mm. Um, so I, I look for Crawford to win this fight. Um, Crawford knocks a lot of people out. I don't think he'll knock Cal Brook out. I just think it'll be a good fight, but Crawford should win uh, pretty comfortably on the scorecard, although Cal Brook may have moments early in the fight. Okay. So, again, this episode will come out after this has already happened. Already so, this is just winner. a personal test for myself to see how close am I to the actual result. Mm, so, please, on that note, no. cue the music. No, no, no. With that said, that will take us to the end, the unfortunate end of another episode of the True North Views podcast. We ask one favor of you guys. Please continue that conversation by telling a friend to tell 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 a friend. Please. Please tell them. Now, as usual, I go by the name of Harris. And by now, you should know I'm the script master, Mr. Triple Double himself, Zero Assist. <laughs> Stealing 70 mil from the TTC. I am just Shola. Okay, so I guess before we uh, depart, because we both have uh, birthday parties to go to. Hey, it's um, a birthday. Hey, it's a birthday. Kids' birthday parties at that. It is. Um, please just tell them that number one rule. Watch out for the wastemans, y'all. Yeah, watch out for the wastemans. It's always a rule at all times. Please, please, please. It's getting cold out there, so stay warm. You know what I'm saying? It's a True Interviews podcast, episode 130. I like 120. It sounds so... Well, I guess it'll come back after like 130. Then one, it's 140. 130, 130, 130, 130, 130, 130, 130, 130, 130, 130, 130, 130, 130, 130, 130, 130, 130, 130, 130, 130, 130, 130, 130, 130, 130,